Welcome to Outlet to Reality. We're back. We uh, sometimes we record every like three or four days. We had like a little stretch there, but now we are back. Uh, we're recording again. This is July twelfth. Um, yeah, uh, it's been uh, pretty good. I mean, I think last week we were talking about Fourth of July, talking about America's values and how uh, it's very backwards. Um, no, it's not backwards. It's not, it's very straightforward. It's this is a white man's town. Uh, it's a white man's country. We all know. Um, anyways, this is episode 10 and uh, it's very exciting. I mean, uh, we're just marching along here. We're now reaching double digits, uh, episode X, if you're into Roman numerals. Um, but, uh, we actually, we, uh, and David, I want you to mention this as I have David Montalvo here uh, with me and Chris Fletcher, who's our guest today in just a second. We'll, we'll mention him in a sec, but David, we have this new flyer now. We have like a new, like a uh, like new logo now. Uh, can, can you, uh, who's the, who's the great person who, uh, who, who made that for us? So the the person's name is Lopez. She's a graphic designer for a big company in Chicago. And, you know, I told her about our passion with this podcast going. And next you know, she's like, hey, I can make it for you. And she did it in two weeks. And honestly, you know, it looks amazing. And so I want to give a shout out to her for putting the time and energy and, uh, you know, for helping us out, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it looks great. Uh, I, I, I changed it up on our, our, all of our platforms. It should be there. By the time this episode comes out, it probably will be ready, or, or tomorrow or something. But uh, anyways, on today's episode, because uh, we are in the limit, we have Chris Fletcher here, who is uh, here with us. He uh, played college football. He is the son of uh, Chris Fletcher Sr., who uh, played in the 70s in the NH, uh, NHL, NFL, um, and uh, for the Chargers, which is, uh, I, think, I think that's really cool information because uh, the Chargers are kind of a forgotten franchise. And, uh, you know, playing for them, like, like, you know, five years is not like a short amount of time, you know. So, uh, and I, I actually saw some of the stats. He had one season where he had like six interceptions. That's amazing. Right. Um, but uh, Chris Fletcher's with us. His son is here. Um, and uh, how you doing today, man? What's good, y'all? What's good? What's good? You know, your boys just uh, blessed and highly favored, as I always like to say, you know, um, out here in beautiful Vegas. Now I am from San Diego, but I live out here now in uh, that sin city of Vegas. Um, I mean, yeah, man, I just, I'm a host, good friends with David. Um, brought me on to you guys' beautiful podcast. I'd love to see what you guys are doing. I'm glad that I get to be on the forefront of some uh, grassroots that are being planted. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's today's topic, though, I think is pretty interesting. I think we got a good one today. Yeah, trust us, <laughs> we are not that interesting. Um, but uh, <laughs> we have, uh, yeah, so David was telling me earlier, so let's just jump into it. You are a dating expert. Well, all right, see, uh, see that's, I don't know about expert, but uh <laughs> Should we say player? Should we say player? No, I'm just kidding. This is EA Sports. I am in the game. I'm just kidding. kidding. (laughs) That's a good one, bro. Yeah, man, because you know what? Um, Honestly, I thought the best topic to talk about is basically how to date someone during quarantine with a mask. So my boy Chris, I know he's been in a lot of experience during this quarantine. And I think it'd be nice to hear, you know, some of his good, funny stories when he had to pull up. <laughs> Man. Well, you, well, you, so is he like, a, is, are you a counselor or something? Like, so the way I, I, 
the way I see it, yeah. I just listen to situations, right? And I put my little two cents on in on them, you know what I mean? Like um my myself, you know, I I've been in long relationships. I'm at a point now where I'm not really tied down to any relationship, nor am I really trying to find anything right now. I think I'm just trying to settle with figuring myself out. Um, but you know, people get lonely. Um, especially during the quarantine where we naturally have social distancing and this, that, yada, yada. Um, David and I have just, I mean, just the thought in itself, you know, how are you supposed to date someone when you, during a quarantine, like everything that the quarantine was supposed to be doing, social distancing, right? Having a mask on, um, pretty much not being around each other with all the things, the closing downs of, of things in cities, right? Like Vegas, we just had our bars closed down once again. So, um, you know, we don't have clubs that are open in this whole year. So when you think about as a potential wanting to find a woman type situation, right? When you would go to a, you know, a club to go get, to go meet somebody this, that, and the other, you don't have that anymore. Or like I was kind of talking to David about too, which is interesting, like a girl got, baby got a mask on, right? How, like, how, how do you know what the, what, what they're really bringing to the table. Like for me personally, to speak about myself, I love a beautiful smile, right? Like a beautiful smile on a woman to me is like, that's it. You know what I'm saying? I'm already, I'm automatically, I'm automatically attracted. But if you got a mask on, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't get to see the, the smile until like, you know, two thirds of the date in, you know, that's, that's putting, just putting you in a, in a situation. I feel like, you know, what do you think? What if you got like uh like what if she had like a mask that just looks like dentures, you know, that just looks like a or what if it would just look like a smile? <laughs> <laughs> and that means that that means that she probably got she probably clowning with you, bro. There's probably some there's probably some underneath that you don't she don't want you to see. She probably playing with right. you. When she takes that off, you're gonna be like, Oh, you know what? I mean you wanna keep that back on, keep the keep the fake dentures back on. <laughs> Or, or what if she has a bad smell, like she stained, like her breath. So she right. needs a mask to cover it up, you know? You feel me? She may have, uh, what's, what's the, uh, when you have really bad breath, what's it called? Hell, hell, yeah, there, there's, a, there's an actual term for it. I I, I don't know. It's slipping my we mind. Should, we got to look it up later. We ain't got no time on Zoom. But we got to find that one later. <laughs> yeah, I'll look it up, all right? You guys, you guys keep talking. Oh, man. But, but what about, like, you know, I got to say, that really came in my mind is like the movie Scary Movie, number two, when um, Marlon Wayne, one of the brothers, basically had sex with a ghost with a paper bag on her face. Mm -hmm. So maybe we got to start doing that. You know, I think that's the first wave. You know, get you know, get with a girl, get that paper bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but... you see that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have the word for bad breath. The other word for it is called halitosis. Halitosis. That's it. <laughs> halitosis. So yeah, that's a good example. Like, what does she got? Halitosis, right? Um, you know, the other one too. What else were we talking about? Um, you know, when you got the situation where, even before that, like, even before you get the day, like, even the ways of how you're, we're even communicating or trying to find dates, right? Like, because now you kind of are stuck with uh, social platforms to maneuver off of, right? To meet somebody. So you're back onto your, your whatever, Tinder, people still do that. Uh, what, are, what else are there out there? Um, Bumble. Bumble, uh, yeah. What is plenty of fish, isn't that a thing? Plenty, yeah. <laughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a lot of them out there, let's just say that. Uh, 
but you know you're back onto that social platform to try to find somebody but even then like you know how how authentic is and genuine is that real really being you know y'all there's a whole whole series called catfish that is still on mtv that's based off of people acting like somebody else you feel me so um i don't know it's just it's a tough time right now i think it's it's almost impossible that's what i was that's what i was telling david about it's almost impossible to try to find something genuine during this time um but at the same time we're human like we, we naturally want i think others to be either intimate with or just to be around so creates a uh, scary movie too effect i guess like david said <laughs> is instagram a dating app uh what do you say david all right what do you say david? <laughs> i think it is because honestly for me it has been the most effective when it comes down to like meeting up with a girl or even getting her number or like messaging her because the, the way it works is that if the girl likes your pictures, right? You never mm -hmm. met her. She likes three of your pictures. You like three back. You have a virtual like. So that means she's kind of interested. So if you send her a comment, right? And she replies back, she's like, oh, okay, this guy is interesting. Then you can send her a personal DM and she'll, you'll right there have like a regular conversation. And I think it's the easiest. And for our generation, it's like, it works out, I think, my opinion. Mm, 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 mm. So I'm gonna have to, I'm have to agree, but I don't like, I don't like the fact. I'm agreeing because of what the question was asked. Um, yes, it is. Instagram for show is is a place. Matter of fact, it's probably the number one place because, you know, it's lines get crossed, can get crossed easily. You can come in with the intentions on just adding somebody off some, you know, oh, I, I like, I like uh, photography too. Okay, cool. So let me, I'm gonna let me add you. You know, it could be off some. You know businesses now or when you first get to know somebody what do, what do people ask it's not your phone number anymore it's what's your ig what's your at you know what i'm saying what's your snapchat so 100 i think that's the number one um platform being moved but not saying i agree with it because again it's <sighs> instagram in itself man if, if you all remember instagram when it first started to where it's where it's come to now it's i don't even know how many years it's been but it's just been a wild ride um it's a Kind of like a Pandora's box for for a lot of things, but but yeah, man. I mean, I guess that's where that's where you, I guess you shoot your shot at nowadays. Shoot, at least you get to see the girl and what she kind of looks like. Um, matter of fact, Dave, I'm gonna ask you this though, since you said what you said, do you believe that your strategy in game changes now? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because like, what if you're more of a person old school, where I'm more of a walk you walk up to you at a bar kind of situation, talk to you person versus you acting a certain way and reading reading you know how they put their pictures and you know why they post what they post like do you think that is you have to be almost better now um because of it well for me i feel like always you know i'm i'm still old school i like to go up in person talk to the girl flirt you know what i'm saying make my way you know making my way downtown you know what i'm saying yeah well, we like, know <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, in Instagram, uh, I feel like I, I kind of have to be more humble. Like, I can't – it's not the same really? way. So I have to take my time, be patient. And I feel like girls – I would say 9 out of 10 girls, if they were to open your message, they may not reply back until two weeks or three days later, and it gets annoying. 
So I started doing the same thing to them. If they message me, I'm going to take my time. Three hours. Okay. Or, you know, I'll make it to, I'll make sure they saw I open it, but I won't respond right away. Next thing you know, you're playing in game seven of the NBA finals. You have no idea what's coming to happen. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So (laughs) that's how you got to do it, man. So that's, that's my, uh, my strategy. I guess guess that would be, uh, just like the, the 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 question I asked, well, because you guys have both said yes, but uh, I'm not sure how often you guys use like Instagram for for like for trying to set dates. I know we, David, you touched on it a little bit, but I guess that would be a better question to ask for someone who's like 22 years old. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I'll just my own apps such as uh, LinkedIn <laughs> and uh, you know the hot single oh. moms in my area. You know. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll stick with that because that's just uh, <laughs> it's more stability. I agree with you on that one. hundred percent. Yeah. Like age, I think age bracket. I mean, it also shows something of you too. Like, cause you're right. Younger, younger generations. Like I have a younger sister. IG is where it's at. You know what I mean? Like they, they, that's their, that's the way I guess to the portal they use. I don't know. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm over here closer to 30. You know, I'm not, I don't know if I want to, find somebody on ig you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah that would be weird like that'll be i don't know if it could happen i'm not saying it can't happen but um my morals and 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 what i've learned in life and whatnot you know if you meet somebody on ig the ones i have met on ig i ain't with them today let's just say that so um yeah and i also back going back to what david said i'm just gonna have to honestly a little bit disagree with you because you said coming on humble i feel like I feel like, shoot, it's quite the opposite. Like, you're meeting a, an <laughs> ultra personality, bro. Like, on IG, you can act like a whole different person, right? Um, so, so therefore, I feel like people are actually more bold, you know, um, straight to the point or straight up to what, what, I don't know. I just feel like they're just more bold. In the, but is it real? That's the thing that's crazy is I don't, I don't know if it's really genuine, but I feel like the people, females, men, act a lot bold. Bowed on the on IG. <laughs> well, then, you can uh, say narcissist too. Oh, there we go. Yeah, let's look that one up again. Do I have my dictionary? Where's my dictionary? I'm just kidding. No, but <laughs> <laughs> out, folks. <laughs> That's funny, man. No, but like also, like I got to give it to like introverts because I know all of us were extroverts, and introverts they actually have better game when they use Instagram. Oh, what's up, Chris? Yeah, bro, I'm back, bro. <laughs> No, Y'all woke up in a nap, had to get my, had to make sure that I uh, had the sleep out of my eye and all that. But yeah, right, right. all right, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, like I was saying, uh, a lot of introverts I have, like a lot of my friends, they have no game whatsoever to talk to a stranger in public. Mm-hmm. They like get sweaty, they get nervous, they start mumbling, you know what I'm saying? And then, <laughs> but, <laughs> but when they go on Instagram or Facebook, they have so many girls hitting him up. I remember I have one guy, man. He's like, he's one of my good friends too. He's like about 300 pounds, 6'3". He ain't the best looking dude ever. Uh, he just got divorced and this homie got over 30 DMs on Facebook and Instagram. And we're talking girls that are looking bad. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think it gives them power. I wonder if there's like a filter, you know, 6'3 and up. Like, he probably just, <laughs> Asterisk, just six three, just everyone was six three, just everyone is there. 
right? Or he just took a picture of his face. That's it. And that's it. <laughs> not his body. You know what I'm saying? Did he even tell the recipe? Or do you have like a picture of you like in a mugshot so you can prove that you're actually six three? Right. Yeah, right. that too. But that's the other thing too. You can you can photo op is a, is a real thing. You know what I mean? Like you can really you can mess with your pictures to make it seem like you're really that dude. Or you know, if you are two fifty, you can make it seem like you're two hundred. You know. Um, yeah, so like that's I, I can see that uh, ultra ego almost like like David was saying with, with his dude like I could definitely see that happening, bro. You just jump in, and on top of that too, what's also crazy is I feel like there's a void that's also out there that is that we're not just that we're not speaking of, right? Because as I touched on, people you know needing attention this and the other, you know our our, our counterparts, our females out there, you know some of y'all very strong, you know no know what to do, got got your stuff together. Some of y'all don't. Um, sometimes I think too, like the allure of attention from the opposite sex of men, what, don't really matter who it's from sometimes, also creates these interesting DM, side into the DM kind of um, intentions, right? Um, or even the reasons to why they reply back, you know? But like, would you really reply back if I was in person, you know, talking to you? That's, that's another question to be asked. Right. Uh, so changing the subject a little bit, total pivot. Uh, so you played football. Mm-hmm. Uh, where at? Uh, I played at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. So a school up in um, like the Central Coast. Uh, we're now in the Big Sky. We're D one AA. Um, yeah, had had a good time there. Got a few rings back when it was good times at Poly. We're, we'll be back though. Cal Poly will be back. Nice. Go ahead. Um, we're gonna ask me. So uh, when you were a kid, I mean, I guess other than your dad, favorite athletes? Favorite athletes as a kid? Um, yeah, so Dion, I, I wore number 21 from my sophomore year when I made varsity in high school all the way throughout. Uh, a lot of that came from Deion Sanders, Barry Sanders, uh, the combo between the too because when I played I played both corner and I also played a lot of other stuff and um, the whole playmaker mentality prime time from Dion but then I was known as being very shifty kind of like a Barry Sanders so those two um, LT also comes up in there because Daniel was a was a charger met that dude a few times um, yeah that was, those those guys Allen Iverson I don't know why but AI Oh yeah, I mean bit. this goes for any sport. Yeah, it can oh, even yeah, be the sport, bowler yeah. on on PBA team. You know, it can be, <laughs> you know, it can even be you know Phil Mickelson. You know, it's some random, <laughs> some random black guy loves Phil Mickelson. You know, my funny. guy Phil. Nah, yeah, um, I would say LT too. Uh, Alan Williams also AI yeah. AI for everyone. Yes. Uh, and uh, you know Kobe's also up there, but Allen Iverson seems like 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 no one hates that guy. I mean, maybe if you're like a boomer, but. You know, I remember a lot of older people hated him back when he was like, you know, in like 2002, 2003, you know, he, you know, people were calling him thug and stuff like that. And the whole dress code, you know, shenanigans. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, like it's, it's crazy. Like Allen Iverson, even like, you know, like Vince Carter, you know, those kind of guys in like the 2000s NBA, like early 2000s uh, made such a huge impact on, you know, in America. And then like, when you like look at it globally, you got Yao Ming coming in, you have all these other European basketball players. So making an impact on everyone. Yeah. That was a good time. Not to bring that up. That was a good time in bulk. As you just said, I mean, international players coming in. Um, and now it it's like so of... much, so much more. Like, right. You know, I wonder like, uh, 
do you think you would see like uh i'm not sure if we've already seen it because i don't follow football as closely as i do basketball but uh like a european who's going to play american football see that's the thing is that basketball and football are they're two different like the sport itself and how and how you develop yourself as a as even a player you know one yeah. thing i always joke with my basketball friends about is you know like football you don't really they always say like you know they make there's football players that play underneath the lights that that know how to play and then there's players that you know uh read the playbooks and are really cerebral you know and just know where to be at the right place at the right time you know um but you only do so much with football to perfect what it's like what it's going to be like when the lights are on whenever you play on a saturdays or sundays or fridays or thursdays no matter because you can prep that whole week but it ain't the same as playing in the game I'm not saying something like that with basketball, but basketball, you have to have a ball to really develop your, your homes, at least your handles, which is a large, large part of ball. Um, I think with that ability, you know, you can be somewhere in Cameroon, Africa, you know, where you would never, you know, never think somebody basketball, basketball players come out of that area, but like, as long as you got a ball and can develop your home set of your skill and just continue to work on your aim or your handles, you could be okay. Now, obviously, once you get to the higher levels of ball, there's actual fundamentals you got to know. Whereas, yeah. you know, American football, I don't really see it's different in the States. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of the, that's the sport that's played here in the States. So unless you're really here and have been playing Pop Warner since you were younger, it's not going to be the same as, you know, playing overseas and then coming here and thinking that you can compete at the same level. Yeah, I guess, like, uh, I mean, I guess I was wondering because, like, I think there is in Australia, I think they do have American football. Like there's like a season they play or there's Australian rules football, but there's also like an American football league, which is kind of acts as like a, like, I guess like maybe like a minor league or something. But I was just mm-hmm. wondering like how, how often will we get like an international player into the NFL? Like it's just some random guy. They could have grown up here in America <laughs> or they could have been born somewhere else, you know? Yeah. Well, it's already happened. If you think about it, like the SEC, a lot of your, your bigger, um, I guess, African descent players, so a lot of them are first, second, you know, um, of their family to be out here, descendants to be out here in America. Like they were kind of recruited based off of whatever, bounds, I don't know how, they they go recruit and then bought to these bigger SECs to compete. He's black, come on, remember. <laughs> yes, straight up, because he's black, because we have that physical attributes that some other ethnicities don't have. You know, just naturally, without even without even having to do nothing, we already strong. Some some cats are like that. Most are black. So, that being said, and you're playing a sport like football that is about strength, and power, and and being able to do all that and be quick with it. That's another reason why it's like a straight line almost to uh, the NFL. How many? Uh, like, kind of like a. Uh, sorry, David. Um, I'll, I'll let you ask in a second. But uh, how many kind of like uh, I guess kind of epiphanies or moments you have where you're just like, wow, I got to stop playing this game. Shoot, uh, a few actually. You know, it's funny because high playing high school, first of all, football wasn't really my first sport. My first sport was soccer that I was really about. It's just that football, you know, the way that God had it to be, football was the way to get me to college kind of thing, like with the scholarship and all that stuff. So um, I wouldn't say I was a developed football player. I just liked playing the sport and then, then fell in love with it once I realized I was good at it kind of thing. But once you get to higher levels, you know, I got to college. That was kind of my first epiphany that this isn't a game anymore. It's a job, you know, um, like lifting weights, you know, uh, being in your playbook, making sure that you attend your classes. That way you have the grades to even play. 
all that stuff it's it's a it's a job at that point and so it's rewarding yes to win and to come out you know with my degree and all that stuff but with the injuries that I've faced broke my leg you know I've broke my thumb I still have shoulder impingement issues in my neck I'm not a big dude you know so when you're a cornerback five nine smaller corner and you have to come up and you know seal the edge against bigger linemen or bigger tight ends or whatever that stuff does wear and tear on you so um that in the sport definitely you know it, it quick you quickly go okay well do I want to continue to do this for that's why you got to give it to those that do it in the NFL you know what I'm saying they're going in and out on a daily a lot bigger people a lot faster game um and yes they're real they have rehabilitation which does help but you know the fact of having the physical fortitude to also endure through all that stuff that's why they're the one percent you know I can play in, at that level you know yeah, that would that would burn out anyone. I mean, just like just you mentioned, just you talking through that. That sounds just that just sounds exhausting. Just like mentally yeah. exhausting. Uh, just doing day by day, and you, you know, you got to wake up probably like five thirty. Um, yep, exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. Yep. Been there. I was gonna Been ask, there. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, Chris. So, like, you know, having a father that you know, I I know you looked up to him. You know. Did your father give you, like, when you guys were kids, do you, do you have any memories of him, like, you know, playing football with you a little bit? Um, you know, what's funny is that my dad, very unique cat in the sense that he didn't really ever – I honestly didn't even know that he played in the NFL until I was probably, like, seven or eight. When we started going – when he started taking me to the uh, alumni games, and I started – and, like, I – kept on wondering like why do we have to go to a different area like why are we in this different you know saying these different booths and press boxes you know press boxes why do I get to go on the field where everybody else doesn't you know why do we have to park in this parking space um and then he finally kind of told me but he actually kind of he pushed sports he kind of just my mom used to tell me he just would put different types of you know balls in my crib like a football basketball soccer ball I saw which one I would gravitate to and soccer was the one that I gravitated to and he just stuck with what I like to do. Um, so one thing that I will say is that the competitive nature of me definitely stemmed from him, like not being, you know, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a really big person, but being tenacious, that's kind of why Alan Iverson to me was like my guy because he wasn't a big dude, but he was, he, he was hungry. You know what I'm saying? Like every single game he had that heart, you know what I mean? So um, even from a young, very, very young age, he kind of instilled that in me. Uh, football, him and I really connecting on it really probably started in high school um, where it was to the point then where he definitely saw that I had potential with this and it got to the point where my, my guy is leaving. This is a true story too. Game, I'm actually playing on the field and, and Brez calling my phone, leaving voicemails. Like he, he would leave like in one game up to, if it's a good game, 10 in the twenties. Right. And it's like his, his viewpoint on what he saw from his, where he was sitting and like what I could have been doing better with this and the, and the other. Now to me, I, that didn't make any sense to me because if we lost your boy's finger was on that X the whole time. I wasn't even listening to them things. I was just delete, 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 delete. <laughs> and even if we won, if we won, I was out. David, you know me. I was out, bro. We was we won. Shoot, bro. We back at the where we going? Whose house? What's happening? You know what I mean? Like, so I wasn't answering them bad boys for another day or two later. So, 
uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but yeah, no, it's it's just it's just cool just to I guess have that pedigree um, and the experiences that I was able to grow up in in San Diego. I can definitely say I think I'm a true San Diegan because um, you know I kind of was raised, born a Charger. You know what I'm saying? So although ironically I'm in Vegas now, home of the Raiders coming in, uh, I will not. Be rocking any colors of such. <laughs> um, neutral colors if I do go to games. Um, straight up. It's, so a straight, it's, it's, it's hard because the Raiders have the most neutral colors. They do, right? <laughs> <laughs> black, Not yellow. Real, though. Black, yeah, just black, black and bro, silver. Black, white, right? it's like, silver. Uh, like, what else is to wear, bro? <laughs> Yeah, I'll just wear a pink shirt to the game or something. A pink shirt, right. or whatever. Uh, oh man, a white bro. shirt that says I'm not a Raider fan. No, that's not even a right. good look. Not, now you just, you know, I've been a Raider Charger games, bro. Uh, shoot, my dad and I almost got in a fight at one of them, and that was when I, that was a long, long time ago. Um, a lady too at that, bro. A full on mama, full on mama bear, bro. Aaron faded. <laughs> <laughs> A goddamn oh, Karen. God damn it. Or a Susan. Hashtag. Or a Kimberly, perhaps. Who knows? This may have been a Kimberly, bro. No, yeah. this, this situation may have been a Kimberly, bro. She's she going to spill the beer, bro, and then going to be on me. I'm 15 years old at the time. My pops flips, right? Like, what Like what are you doing, Kimberly? And she's going to, like, get all bold and, like, push my dad, bro. Like, put hands on pops, bro. I was like, what is going on? What, what is going on? Possibly. Just tell me when to go. You know what I'm saying? No E40, <laughs> but like, shoot. Anyway. Damn, man. So you crazy. root for the Chargers? Huh? Do you still root for the Chargers? Oh, bro. You're, not to, you're bringing up sore subjects on this one, guys. Uh, you know, I'm going to have to say, guys, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to ask you that. The LA San Diego thing. I know yeah, it's toxic. Bro. Yeah, that's, that's, not, that's not cool. Like, uh, loyalty, I, I'm big in loyalty, and uh, especially when you come, like you were, like you brought on the, the first things y'all were saying, it's just, you know, Chargers are our franchise that's not really heard of anymore, right? Um, that's not the fault of the Chargers. It's, yeah. it's the fault of the Spanos family, you know, the, those that own the Chargers. Um, they have literally dismantled that team, um, and I think it's all predicated off the of money, which is the saddest thing. It's not about the love that that city had for that team. It wasn't about uh, the longevity and, and the ups and downs of being a Charger. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of heartbreak. Jets in 03 or 04 or whatever. Uh, going out to New England after a great season. Uh, you know, losing some greats just to Drew Brees. You know what I'm saying? Just due to some yeah. some some injury, you know. And it's just like, it's it's funny because we're almost like the laughing stock of of the nfl it's like you go to the chargers to go to another team to get a ring think about it like i don't know if donnie Edwards got one at, at kc but i do know that darren Sproles got one um you know what i'm saying uh shoot who else does vincent jackson get one i don't think vincent got one he's on a better team though uh, Eric so Weddle, we're coming in one? about uh, oh, about Eric's seven minutes left um but uh yeah, so like I I know that that's like a that's a, and I didn't want to make it sound like a, like the Chargers are some like no nobody, but like uh see that's the thing is like if the Chargers if they were invested in if if like the outside if someone invested in the Chargers like uh, if they had a caring owner, uh who's to say that it could they couldn't be like a powerhouse you know because like when I was you know when we were kids the Golden State Warriors what were they they were nothing 
You know, now they're exactly. now they're like they're the they're the model franchise now. Exactly. Steph Curry. Yeah. 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 It's, it's crazy how like it's uh, one guy. With one guy changes everything. You know, same with the Cavaliers. Right. You know, one guy. Oh man. No, it's right. true, it's true. Reverse I want, of, uh, right. David Jordan. That's all I gotta say, man. <laughs> I know, man. Hey, but look, r- real quick, I wanna ask one more last question, man, because you know you're from Cali. What do you feel with the girls that you date in Vegas? Like, can you give us some like some spill of your your thoughts on that? I know what you want to hear, bro. I know what you want to hear. I'll give it to y'all. I know what you want to hear. Okay, so <laughs> I ain't gonna run me keep this anonymous. I got some big homies that put me on game a long time ago with this one. But uh pretty much story goes. Uh once what was it? It's most girls that are from Cali, like uh, the the ones that were, were young runners, as we would say, out in the out in the street, <laughs> uh, they 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 tend to flock after their their reign in the streets to Vegas for some reason. It's weird. Like you'll meet a lot of ex-retired Californian baddies that have nested and settled here with their baggage, uh, no baggage claim, just one way ticket. To Vegas, yeah, and it's it's kind of I'm I'm like I I'm I'm good like I'm I'm at the point now where it's almost like if you say you're from Cali, I almost I'm like yeah I already know what's there's there's some more that comes to this even if I meet you out here in Vegas. Uh, uh, I'm I'm from San Diego, you know I've I've met spoke been with LA, you know LA's different from the Bay, y'all. I will say that everybody knows that, um, which is different from Fresno, which is different from honestly Bakersfield, although they're right by each other, but um what isn't what doesn't change is the baggage that i'm talking about bro like the vegas females out here not saying anything's wrong with it like you live and you learn but it is sad times when you know you're still young trying to figure out your own life and they already got children or they already have been through an abusive relationship or they've already been through something that's just like damn like and you're only how old again you know um (laughs) so yeah, that's that's what it is. The California yeah. on Jones, they flock to the Vegas. So basically, Vegas there's no city. difference. Whoa! Uh, I mean, like I should say, like the people that you grew up with. I mean, they they just travel to the same place. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I say like I say that there's a difference in the sense that you know if you're in California, right, and and you find somebody in California, like. Your odds are maybe you. I don't know how to say it. Like if you're already there in Cali, you have the better. You have the better leg. You have a higher leg than if you meet them out here in Vegas and they're from Cali. Let's just say that. You think that could be because of volume? It could be because of volume. It could be. It could be as simple as as, you know, if we're talking about Clem de la Clem, Vegas is a cheaper alternative to California, right? So. You know, those that aren't able to, like just myself, I'm not talking about, you know, I'm, I'm myself of that same group. California is dummy expensive, right? So trying to live there, you know, maybe it's fees more feasible for their, their situation or for situations of people to be out here in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? But so that has nothing to do with necessarily saying that, like, you're less quality because it could just be as simple as I ain't got that check to make it in California. But I'm just, and more specifically speaking of, uh, you know, do I want to meet, Californian in Vegas, bro. I don't know. 
I don't know. I'd much rather meet you back at home where, you know, where you were from, you know. You meet you. I'd rather meet you at the beach in Encinitas or, like, up in Laguna, you know, not out here in Lake Mead. Like, no. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't meant to be. Right. Oh, man. Pretty good stuff, man. Yeah. It's been fun, though, guys. This has been fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to wrap it up here. Thank you for joining us. Okay. We're about the two-minute warning now. Uh, so thank you for joining us, Chris Fletcher. We'll definitely have you back on. Uh, this is episode 10. Dave Montalvo, I'm Hami Rain. Uh, Chris Fletcher joined us today. This is episode 10, like I just mentioned. I keep repeating myself. We'll see you guys next week.